Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. All right, my abundance candle is lit. I have just eaten a delicious meal and I am ready to go. I was not originally planning on recording this episode right now, but I just feel so inspired and wanted to get on here and use the energy because it's there. It's calling to me. And for those of you who've been following me for a little while, you know that I'm all about divine inspiration. And when I talk about divine inspiration, what I mean is this idea that there's true intuitive energy out there. There is a spirit within each and every one of us, and then the overarching spirit of all that is. And in order for us to honor that requires a surrendering and also just an openness to let yourself receive. And this is something that I've been working on personally for a while now is the art of receiving. And it's something I think that I think a a lot of us maybe struggle with, and it's this notion of allowing ourselves to have successes, allowing ourselves to connect to the greater universe, to God, to the divine, to spirit, to whatever word you use to feel closer to this essence, this energy that is life, that is all there is. And I just felt ready to share this message today. And so today is about how to use your job search as a spiritual journey. And I think part of the reason I've been wanting to record this episode so badly is because I have been coaching a lot of folks who've been feeling a little rejected and a little exhausted and a little like they're just going through the motions when it comes to applying for a job. And it does not have to be that way. I get why it is. I get that it can feel like this process. Oh my goodness. My dog is just wandering around our house right now. And can you hear that? Can you hear the little pitter patter of his claws on the floor? (laughs) Like I said, I wasn't planning on recording today. So I am in my dining room and usually I'm not in this room where there's hardwood floors around, but there is today. So please forgive if that is distracting. I hope instead it warms your heart as you imagine little pirate, my corgi, wandering around the hallway as I'm recording. Okay, back to what I was saying. I've really lost my train of thought entirely at this point. Oh my goodness. Hmm. Okay, I was talking about how people feel rejected and like they're just going through the motions. And I understand that the job search can feel like that because it can feel like you're just putting yourself out there and either you're getting nothing or you're just getting rejection. And I've tried to, I've gone back and forth that which is worse because at least with rejection, you're being noticed. But when you get crickets, 
it can almost feel worse than rejection because it's almost like you didn't even warrant the respect to receive a no. It was you, you can feel so insignificant that you weren't even worth getting a response of a no, which to me can be worse feeling than rejection. And so this is how the job search can be debilitating, discouraging, disheartening, and soul-sucking. But today's episode is about how to use the job search as a spiritual journey. It's about how to help yourself to tap into you, to the spirit, the soul within, in your job search journey. It is about making the job search itself an experience worth having. Not to get an outcome of a job, but just for the sake of the growth, the spiritual journey that it can put you on when you allow yourself to use it that way. And so today's episode, we are going to talk about how to do this. I'm going to give you some different steps and strategies for how you can do this. But it I use the word how kind of loosely here because this isn't really like step one, do this. Step two, do that. It's more like step one, allow yourself to perceive it this way. Step two, allow yourself to receive it this way. So it gets back to the original statement I made in the beginning about the art of receiving and allowing yourself to receive inspiration as well as allowing yourself to receive your own innate confidence that is within you. And so that is what this episode will talk about and will help you to tap into. Now, before we get into the episode, I am going to share a work win because these work wins are ways to help you see the possibilities out there. And they look different each week depending on the specific client context, but they all have the opportunity to show you new ways that you can lead your life, your career, and connect to who you are so you can do your work your way with soul. And today I am celebrating one of my one-on-one clients and he recently said no to a freelance position. Now he had been working at this position for a couple months now after having started a new job as well. So this was a a side gig that he's been doing. And he enjoyed doing it because he liked supporting this company and he liked the extra income. And so it was fulfilling in that way. But over time and over these months, the position started to feel heavy and it started to go against his purpose for doing it. It started to be this obligatory task that he felt like he had to do because he said he would and because he wanted the money and not because it was truly bringing him joy or any sense of fulfillment. And so we coached on this for a little while and he came to realize that it was time for him to say goodbye. It was time for him to leave. And he came to this realization and it was difficult for him to do because he didn't want to let them down, especially during this specific season uh, for the industry that he was in. But he was also seeing that it no longer aligned with his integrity, that the things that he was being asked to do truly fell out of alignment to who he was and what he believed and how he saw his role and what felt honorable to him. And he didn't want to be put in this position of constantly having to recommit to his own sense of integrity and constantly be showing them why he couldn't do what they were asking him to do. 
And so he let himself say no. He let himself let go. He let himself potentially let them down by leaving. And so for anyone listening to this, sometimes it can seem really easy to just say, you don't like your nonprofit support work you're doing. You don't like that hobby that you're volunteering for. You don't like your freelance role. Just quit. Like it's this easy thing to do. But sometimes it doesn't feel easy because you have one, the financial investment, but two, investment in the sense of what you get from it monetarily wise, but also two, the emotional attachment that we can sometimes feel, the sense of obligation to a duty that we said we do. But if the only reason you're sticking to something is because you said you would, and yet what you're sticking to does not fit you anymore, it might be time to release yourself from that obligation. People often think, well, I can't break my commitment, but they're not thinking about the entirety of the commitments that they're doing. Is you holding to some commitment because you just said you would violating other commitments that you have about who you are and what you represent? And when you make a commitment, what is the time constraint on it? Are you making the commitment for all of life? I noticed this with my clients and their full-time jobs as well. They don't want to leave the company because they feel like they're letting them down because they said they were going to work there. They feel committed to the company. And yet you didn't sign away your life by working there. A commitment doesn't have to mean there's no way out and that it's wrong for you to leave because it's wrong for you to stay somewhere that does not allow you to be in integrity with yourself. And so that is why I am celebrating this client today because it would have been easy for him to say, whatever, I can figure this out. I can handle it. It's only 20 hours a month. It's not a big time commitment. It'll be fine. I'm getting some money and continually kind of talk himself through it, but it just didn't feel right. And he let himself follow the nudge without having to have a super logical reason. I mean, he could make up logical reasons and, you know, he did to help himself feel satisfied with his decision. But the decision was made before that. The decision was made from the intuitive nudge within telling him this isn't right for me anymore. So congratulations to this client. And please, for all of you listening, let this be a symbol that you too can honor those nudges, that you too can feel your way through your career decisions. This is not wrong. This is not weak. This isn't being emotionally reactive. This is checking in with yourself at the soul level, figuring out what you want and adjusting course because of it. Okay, now we're going to talk about using the job search as that spiritual journey. And this is the way to make a job search feel good. This is the way to make a job search an opportunity to light you up instead of drag you down. And I will be frank and honest here. It doesn't mean every aspect of the job search is going to feel good. The rejections probably will still sting. The time commitment probably will still be a little annoying, but there are things you can do to turn it into a path of spiritual growth, of inner wisdom of this opportunity to get clearer on what you want, who you are, what you value, how you want to identify in this world. So that is where we're going today. And to get us started, I want to separate this idea of you 
from your job. And what I'm often seeing is my clients are confusing the value they bring and the value of who they are. And to put this in other terms, when we're talking about your value, we're not talking about you. We're talking about the uniqueness of you as a product, not the energetic essence or the human you, but the skills that you've brought and the learnings, the insights, the wisdom that you've brought and could bring to a company. Because when you're applying for jobs and when you're in the job, there's the you as the person, and then there's the you as the product, the product being the value that you bring because of your perspective, because of your skills, because of your background, because of your industry knowledge, because of your company acumen, because of all of those pieces. That is value, but that value isn't like you as an individual person, your humanness, your energy. No, it's it's the value of the product of you. And I I feel like this is getting really nuanced and, and it kind of is, but What I am hoping to portray here is to separate you from yourself and your own job, to start to see you in the job search as a product that you're marketing or as you in the company, as an employee of the company and not to lose your humanness, but to see that there's two of you always. There's there's the human spiritual you and then there's the the product you of what you're bringing to the company. And yeah, they're both you, but if somebody says you need to be let go and you think it's because you're not bringing value, that's different than saying they don't see my value because you have value. You always have value. And a lot of times we're just not allowing ourselves to see it. And so... Instead of making the rejections that you may be getting or the lack of response that you may be getting mean something's wrong with you or you're not being valued, I want you to think about the product you, the job search you. I want you to see yourself as the product you're marketing in your job search. And that marketed aspect is maybe the part that isn't being seen effectively or isn't being valued. It's not that you're not valuable. It's that the product isn't being presented in that way, the product of who you are. When you let yourself do this, it allows you to not feel like you're identified with the rejection, with the being let go and separate from that because it wasn't you. It was the product you, the employee version you of you, not like you. Okay. So that's really the overarching message from what I'm about to share with you. Because by doing this, by disidentifying with the employee you or the job search you as the product you, and instead re-identifying with the soul you, You'll be able to use your job search as a spiritual journey. And I'm going to share with you five ways you can do this. Notice the intricacies within each because I think it'll help you to see different angles for how to approach the job search in a way that will feel lighter, inviting, and allow you to receive your own brilliance that you have, allow you to know yourself at such a deep level. 
Okay, so the first way I want to share about using your job search as a spiritual journey. Use every rejection. As a resilience builder, showing yourself you are there for you. What was rejected was the product, not the person. Tying back to the original concept, you, the person, are whole. The product you, the one that's being marketed in your resume, in your cover letter, in your LinkedIn, the brand you, that's the part that was rejected. It doesn't mean you as a person are wrong. And so when you use a rejection as this opportunity to build resilience, it allows you to remind yourself, hey, that's not me who was rejected. It was the product, the image of me. It was like this daydream of me, this mindset state that I put out there of me that I presented to this world. But was it me? Was it truly who I am? Was that paper me? Was that resume me? No, it's a piece of paper. Was that job application me? Was that interview me? No, it was a memory. It was an instant. It was a moment. It wasn't you. You are not rejected. The product you put out, the brand that we put out, maybe that was, re- was rejected. But that happens all the time. We're constantly rejecting things. Do you want some ice cream right now? No. Okay, I just rejected the ice cream. Is the ice cream going to go get butthurt about it? No, because ice cream is just there to be ice cream, there to serve its role. It doesn't matter that I don't want it in this moment. Somebody else will probably want it. And maybe that was a ridiculous example. And I just said the word but in my podcast, which I've never done before, but whatever. I want this to sink in. And I'm using this silly example of ice cream because it's really that simple. You weren't rejected. Your resume maybe was rejected. The past experience didn't align with what the company wanted. The way the experience was communicated maybe didn't allow for the company to see the value. Those were the pieces that were rejected, not you. Separate the product from the person. This will allow you to reconnect with the person that is you, the soul, the spirit inside that always has value, that is worthy. Always, 100% every time. This makes rejection into resilience building because you're reminding yourself of your innate worth, the quality that can never be stripped away. The fact that who you are cannot be whittled down, cannot be torn apart, cannot be broken because there is nothing wrong with it. It is pure perfection. The spirit that you are, that is who you are. You can always connect to it. That soul essence inside, that is who you are. Let the rejection be your cue to look within and remind yourself of the wholeness of who you are. That is you accepting you, the real you, the true you, the authentic you. It lets you use the rejection as a cue for self-acceptance, not because you've done anything that you have to apologize for, but maybe you could use the rejection to start to see different ways to brand yourself and market yourself, and this is what I help my clients do. But first and foremost, to say, hey, self, I see you. I know you. You have value. We will figure this out. That is rejection used as resilience. That is the job search as a spiritual 
journey of growth and self-transformation. Okay, the next way to use the job search in that spiritual essence. Please use the opportunity to look for a new job as the chance to look within, to ask yourself, what do I want? Not just to focus on what you think the hiring managers want to hear from you. Not just to focus on what you think is the way you should say something to get a job because you do not want a job. You want a job that aligns with you. You don't just want to get something, anything. You want to get something that works for you. So the job search is about you. You finding alignment with yourself, which will allow you to find a job that aligns with you. And if you're in a financial situation where you do not feel like you have the privilege to wait and only look for jobs that search for you or that fit you, then I invite you to do both. Apply to the jobs that you feel like you can get and that you can position yourself for and Also look within, ask yourself what you want and make sure to include that as a big part of your job search process. Keep those in mind. Ask yourself, what is it that I'm after? Who do I want to be in this job search? How am I different than I was before? What position would allow me to fully tap into this new version, this evolved creature that I am? Because we are constantly growing, evolving, changing as humans. And when you allow yourself to ask these questions in the job search, what you're doing is you're helping yourself create your next job opportunity in a way that allows you to level up. Not that you need to get better, but level up in the sense of evolving into the next version of who you are, getting to have a new experience about how you want to be, who you want to show up as in this job. What is this new brand? product version of you, this new employee version of you look like? What do they sound like? What do they do? You, the you, you get to create that and market then from that place, but only if you look within first. And when you look within, sometimes it can feel like there's nothing there. You don't know, but that just invites you to reestablish that connection to yourself and to let yourself hear your own wants and your own desires. And if you feel like you do not know what those are, have some patience and have some faith. And this brings me to the third way to use the job search as a spiritual journey. And that way is trust. Trust that there is a reason you're where you're at. And if where you're at is a lack of clarity about what you want next, you feel maybe stuck in a current job, but not sure what's next for you. Maybe the current job could work, but you don't even know if it has that possibility. And so maybe you should look elsewhere, but you don't really know if there's going to be anything better. Maybe you just need to change how you are approaching your current job. You're just spun up in this feeling of indecision. If this is you, trust. That by asking the question, what do I really want next? Whatever answer you get, even if it feels ridiculous, is getting you a step closer. But only if you ask the question from the energy of trust. 
of trusting that there is an answer out there, of trusting that you can hear it, of allowing yourself the space for introspection, the space for silence. So you can close your eyes, take some deep exhales, and look within. If you hear nothing, do not fret. Remember that the universe speaks to us in millions of ways, and one of those ways is experiences. And so if you don't hear an answer like, well, I want to do nursing, or I want to become a technical recruiter, or I want to build my skills as a software engineer, if you don't get something so concrete and specific, and often we don't, that's okay. Maybe you hear a word like freedom or creativity or space, or maybe you don't actually hear anything, but an image flashes before your eyes, or maybe it's silent, but the next day you hear about this new technology at this new company and you're intrigued. That's also your soul talking to you. When we ask, what do we want? It's not always about hearing a thought back. Sometimes it's about things that spark an interest in you. That is you listening to your soul. So trust that the message is coming and receive. Open yourself up to receiving. What does it mean to receive? It means stop searching from this place of lack, of scarcity, of feeling like you have to figure it out. You have to figure it out. Trust that you are figuring it out. Trust there's a reason you're where you're at. Trust there is a job out there for you. Trust that it will come. Trust that you can lean into the unknown and be okay. Trust that this might mean giving up control of trying to force a specific outcome, trying to make it look a certain way, trying to ensure somebody sees you in a certain light, letting go of that sense of trying to micromanage and manipulate the universe around you so that you get a job and instead showing up as you. Marketing the product of the employee you in a way that aligns with the person you and trusting that there is a hiring manager out there looking for you right now. You don't have to think about a specific hiring manager or a specific company or a specific title. It's not about getting so specific that you feel strained or pressured. It's about trusting the process that doing this work looking within, and then taking action from that place of not maybe knowing exactly what you want, but something about this job application is calling to me, and so I'm going to go ahead and apply anyways, even though I don't really know if it's a fit. It just seems intriguing. Trusting that following that nudge will get you somewhere closer, more in touch with who you are, because it's you responding to you. This is using the job search as a spiritual journey. Okay, the next way is to own your confidence. I've talked about this before in so many other episodes, and I do recommend uh, you checking out the episode Self-Confidence is Your Right. It was one of the uh, initial episodes that I did. I don't remember the exact episode number, but that's what it's called. If you search for it, you will find it. That's the place to start. And then just a few weeks ago, I did an episode about honing your confidence in the interview process. So that episode will also guide you in this. 
But for today, from a spiritual journey perspective with your job search, when I say own your confidence, what I mean is it is you. It is always yours. And when we think about this, the person you, the human spirit combo you, that essence, when you strip away the limits and the concerns, the core energy vibration that we all are is one of confidence because it is one of understanding our worth and our value because it is inherent. It is us. We have value. We are love. We are worthy. And so when you let yourself own it from this perspective of the person you is always worthy, then what you can do is you can apply this to your job search by saying, okay, as I am now truly tapped into my confidence and know that I have value, how do I want to approach my resume? How do I want to tailor my cover letter? How do I want to prepare for my interviews knowing that I am a self-confident soul inside? And if I believed that because of this self-confidence, I could get a job that is perfect for me, how would I be talking about my skills and my resume? What would I tweak? What would I change? And how would I be preparing for my interview? What ways would I be responding to questions like, so tell me about yourself or tell me about a time when you had to manage a difficult employee or whatever the question might be. Always ask yourself these types of questions that are relevant to your job search from the perspective and the energy of being connected to your inner self-confidence soul. This is you using the job search as a spiritual journey. This is you using it to build you up, not to tear you down. This is you using it to transform. So it honestly does not even matter the end outcome because you will be a different person. The outcome is in the process of the job search because of how you are doing it in a way to reconnect you to your spiritual, soulful self. Okay. The last way to use the job search as a spiritual journey that I want to talk about today is to be you. When we think about this idea of the product you versus the person you, our desire is to get them very aligned. We don't want the product you put out there to look different than you. And yeah, there's going to be some things in the product you that you're going to shift depending on the specific role to help the company see how you could be a good fit. It's not that you are being dishonest about who you are. It's that you're taking the product you and you're marketing it in a way that is most effective for the company to see how the product you can offer value. And we want to do that from a place that feels an integrity. That feels like you're not representing yourself in a way that doesn't line up with who you are. And so what we want to do is we want to help create the product you in a way that aligns with you, which means focusing on the role you want to be in and not trying to fake your way through. Instead, trusting, trusting, trusting that the confident soul inside is always there and owning that and responding as if the product you was very aware of this. This is not faking it. Maybe it sounds like I'm saying fake it till you make it. 
And if that expression is working for you, I invite you to go ahead and keep seeing it that way. For me, it doesn't truly capture it though, because you're not faking it. You're trusting that the version, the product version of you can connect to the confidence that is the person you, the soul-filled self-confidence that we each and every one of us has. So you're connecting to that. And when you connect with that, you can do what you want in the role that you want. And so you're not faking it. You're trusting in the truth that you are that person. And it's allowing the product you, the The image that you present to the world in your resume, in your cover letter, in your LinkedIn, in how you show up in your interviews. It's allowing that part of you to be connected to the confidence as well. It's marketing yourself from that place of honorable integrity that is connected to your confidence. This makes it so you talking about your accolades isn't boastful. It's just fact. It's just truth. It's just what you've accomplished. No need to feel bad or bashful about it. Own it. Be you. Let yourself share who you are and what you've brought. Let the product you sing your praise. And the way to help you do that is to be connected to the soul you. And knowing this, knowing of this truth. I invite you to show up on LinkedIn as this connected you and present the product you, the brand you on LinkedIn from this place of being connected to who you are, of knowing that you're marketing the product you on LinkedIn. So if somebody doesn't like what you say, it's kind of like they don't like the image you've presented. Byron Katie, who I love, she talks about this idea that none of us have ever met anyone else. We've only met our thoughts about the other people. And I find this perspective to be quite oddly refreshing because what it means is you being rejected is them rejecting the thoughts they've had about you. And another way to talk about this kind of more similar to what I've been presenting in this episode is you being rejected isn't you being rejected. It's the image that's been portrayed out there isn't lining up for the one receiving the image. The product you, the employee prospect candidate you, not you. There's a difference. (laughs) And my dog agrees. I don't know if you just heard him barking. I guess he really liked that last point. But that's what we're talking about. Let yourself be you. Let yourself own that. So to wrap up, we are separating the product you from the you. And in so doing, you're not trying to own pieces that aren't yours to own and are instead focusing on using the job search as a spiritual journey. And the five ways we talked about doing that is using every rejection as a resilience builder. Looking within, trusting, owning your confidence, and being you. Thank you so much for listening. And for those of you looking for some additional free support, you are welcome to join my Facebook group called Career Coaching with 
soul. It is a place where we come together. I share insights. I give you updates on new podcast episodes as they're coming out. And I post some of the the free workshops and then the different offerings that I have so that you are able to continue to get support because you can do your work your way. You can do it with soul and you can use the job search as that place of spiritual growth. So to join the Facebook group, all you need to do is go on to Facebook, search for groups, search for career coaching with soul, and you will find it there. I'll also link to it in the show notes here. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. This job search is your opportunity to connect to you. Enjoy the process. Let it be that spiritual journey. Practice receiving the spirit that you are, the confidence that is within, the worth, the value that is innate. And when you allow yourself to receive it from yourself, it also helps you to market your product version of you from that place, which allows others to pick up on it too, which helps you get the job you want. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I help my clients to show up and do their work their way with soul. Whether it's so you can excel in your current role or so you can figure out what you want for your next role and get that role, coaching can help you get there. It begins with a consult. Sign up for yours by going to believeseed.com slash schedule. This is your free call and it is that first step towards that new life, that transformation into you doing your work in your way with soul.